Live. Wow. Son of a bitch. What's happening now? He's trying to get things started, but he is uh, amateur at best. Yes, as a guy whose headphones don't work. Sick burn. But he's, he's talking shit. Sick burn, true burn. Michael. Yeah, we're going. We're going. I'm just not going. Good content to talk about. Find that hard to believe. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Emily blows people's minds. I'm not certified yet. Certified to blow people's minds. Not certified until Friday. But on Friday. Or well, Thursday at 8 p.m. Hmm. When are you going back to Chicago? Friday. Oh, okay. Ah, much better. Just some light headphone adjustment for the for the folks at home. What the fuck? Load, load, going, stream settings, analytics. It takes us a good 40 minutes every time we start. Fantastic. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's wrong. What is? What's wrong? Oh god. What specifically is wrong? I didn't realize every time you go to a stream, you got to update the URL. That's my bad. Check, 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 check. Can you hear yourself? Yeah, Ooh. I'm just. This, I know, I know. I'm, <laughs> it's just this one's just, like, so sensitive for that. I feel like maybe my gate. Got to drink a whole. I know what you mean. There, there are times. Do you, how much do you hydrate? Mm, I drink water occasionally, but. I yeah. think that might be the issue. You think? I think I'm just like super dehydrated. I tend to notice it. That doesn't count. Beer oh, doesn't far. count. All right. I'll it's like when you're quarter. when your saliva is more viscous. And like when people get really nervous and their mouths go dry, uh, like during like Oscar speeches and stuff. Like there's one I it was like back during like twenty thirteen and Sandra Bullock won for um And talking makes your mouth dry because you're yeah. Opening it. Yeah. Right? Um, was the movie um where she was like the football mom. Blindside. The blindside. And during her acceptance speech, she was like like every word you could just hear like <laughs> and it was like the grossest thing ever. I uh de click all mine, so Yeah. 
Um, just like you know, before before the podcast. Oh, you. This is this is also when you uh, when you when I run it to see what effect it's having. I just listen to the clicks, so I'll play my voice with just the cl- just the like. Yeah, yeah. It's gross. Oh God. <laughs> I just eat a bunch of saltine crackers into yeah. a microphone. What are you um using to edit, or are you just like recording to anchor or something? Yeah. Anchor podcast. Well, you know, I feel like I could show you some shit. I feel like you could too. What mic are you using? I bought it on Amazon. It doesn't matter. It's... Wait, is it USB or an interface? I think I plug it into a, a USB type port. Okay. Yeah. So. That, I had one. Uh, do you remember what type it is? I had a USB mic that was really good that I was sending the guests. My friends got me a new one um, for Christmas, and it's like way smaller and more compact, and it seems is better. It Rode or Audio Technica or? Ooh, no. couldn't tell you. <laughs> so what I can do is just set you up with like a preset that you could just like apply to your voice every time. So I'll mix it, and then every time that you record a podcast, you just apply that one thing. Oh. But yeah, I think we'll do it through. That sounds kind of nice. Yeah. I'm, I like helping podcasters. I like that you like that. Yeah. Except for Michael. Like, he needs help. So, like, he, Michael should be like a goddamn All right. right now. And because he's making sounds he's making moves because well, sports feels bad if he asks me to help him or something but we're definitely gonna t- michael i'm gonna get you good with audition i promise that one i think we're starting oh yeah oh yeah we're starting let's go i hear the opening sounds we're gonna get some Light up in this bitch. Oh, she said a cuss word. Sorry to remember. Yeah, what, uh, what degree of cussing can, can we, uh... Shit! <laughs> oh, watch out. With going, with really loud volume, you'll blow up the mic. If you, oh, if you okay. back up off the mic. Ooh, wait Okay. Fair enough. Just like think of it like someone's ear. Yeah. All right. So since uh, our buddy Lowell, who's back at this time, is uh, talking the whole intro, it's all right. I'll let it happen this time. I'll let it ride. He's still headphone free. He's fiddle fuddling around as he's known to do. Man's the man's doing the lights. It's almost done. Uh, it's causing a lot of clatter. <laughs> All of a sudden, there arose such a clatter. Clover lateral damage. <laughs> nope. There it is. That didn't work. So, this is once again the on call podcast. I guess uh, the beautiful bastards. Woo-hoo. We're we're rocking with some professional. Video here, unless you're Lowell, in which case you got no lights. You got fantastic acoustic panels, but oh, I I don't have lights. I don't know. Do you, it doesn't look 
like anything changed. You, you, you just offended me. I just see shadows. Oh, look at you. <laughs> I got lights. It's just that the camera sucks. Oh, I gotcha. Look at those clips. <laughs> look at those clips. Just rocking out. That's like $47 worth of clips at the Home Depot. Look, at, they, this, look at this composition. Are they oh, bad clips? They're, they're actually not. Clamps? Like, are they clamps? Some of them are. I'm going to desaturate it so you can't see how red I am. I'm fucking... Drunk? Just well, fucking wasted. No, I like... No. I think I'm pretty good. You're you're overexposed. You know that, right? I'm rarely overexposed. You are blown out in the let me, background let me see. with a 52 jersey. Your yeah. face looks great. I what heard that. Do, like an Instagram what, filter. Whatever light is on that jersey, you need to turn it off or turn it down. Your face is, you are lit up great. I have a light, I have lights over there. Uh, I have to get up and change them. I'm not going to do no, that. No, not now. Not now. I'm just saying in the future. But it's looking good. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. It's tough. It's It's hard. So, have you guys met each other now? Have you introduced each other? This is uh, oh, Emily, no. and this is Michael. <laughs> We've been making fun of you for the past 20 minutes Perfect. together, but we haven't been formally introduced. Hi, Michael. Hi, Emily. How, uh, what, br- what brings you to the, the podcast? Um, well. The, the Red Italian? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God damn. Oh, what? What's up? Um. God damn. Emily's visiting in town because she's doing a uh, course, a training course, uh, to get certified. Yes. yes. Um. I am getting my NLP practitioner certification. Uh. And there are subsets of that. Um. So it's core success coaching certification and and. Hypnosis Practitioner Certification. NLP. So, yes. Neuro, what does it stand for? Neurolinguistic Programming? Neurolinguistic Programming. Correct. Neuro- I'm interested to learn more about it because uh, it sounds really interesting to me, to be honest. It is pretty interesting. Um, and just to, so I'm going to read, I believe this is the Oxford Dictionary, yes, the new Oxford American Dictionary definition of NLP, because there are so many. Um, but you know, this is a this is a trusted source. Yeah. So it is a a system of alternative therapy intended to educate people in self self awareness and effective communication, and to model and change their patterns of mental and emotional behavior. And I would say that all sounds pretty accurate. Accurate? Wow. <laughs> accurate. I didn't even realize that was a way you could say that word. Yeah. Um, I grew up in, well, a few places in the South. Uh, accurate. However, I am always very reticent to use the word therapy. Um, because therapy fits the classical psychological definition of it, and they're well, very strict about what they... Yeah, also, I'm just trying to not get sued. I'm a coach. 
So I'm very results oriented, but um, you can't be <laughs> for for obvious reasons. It's not good to be um, to go throwing around words like therapy and therapist with oh, your right. clients when you're when you're very only true. a coach. Yeah, um, you're just trying. You're trying doing. You're trying to improve their life. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I think that's great because I think the coach aspect is, dude. I would love to have a coach, but, uh, you know, it's just, I guess it's not something that seems super common, really. So I'm interested to see that grow. Yeah. It's, uh... Can you coach Michael right now? Because, uh... Yeah, what do I need? A neurolinguistics. Well, uh, fix me. Um, so, so it was... <laughs> yes, it, exactly. It's how it works. Um, so what would happen is we would probably do a consultation call in which you would sort of share something you're having trouble with, um, whether it be something technical. What do you, uh, what do most people see? Like what's very common for people to reach out for? Like they just aren't happy. Um, well, sometimes it can be that. And, you know, sometimes that's a matter of like, you need to see it would be more helpful for being, for seeing a therapist. But sometimes um, what causes unhappiness is, is just a lack of no, like, what are direction the people that or come to you? purpose. Okay. Just um, yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. Um, no, that, I can see that a hundred percent. Yeah. Or there are a lot of people that come to me. It's like, they're feeling stuck in their career. Um, is it largely career? I'm sorry. Good. No, no, that's totally fine. Um, it is. Uh, and there are a lot of like relationship coaches, but my niche specifically. So I, um, I'm a procrastination and mindset coach for creatives and entrepreneurs. Um, so the people that come to me are sometimes they're like actors or comedians. Um that's really interesting because um, I could definitely use that. What is this like a problem that someone comes to you with? Um, like um, specifically, have you? Well, a lot of the time when they come to me, the the problems that they come with are sort of vague. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, I feel stuck. I feel like I'm not getting anywhere but I want to be, but I just don't know what steps to take. I mean, I feel that way a hundred percent right now. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of it is a lot of coaching, like the biggest, uh, most important tool that coaches use. It's, uh, questions and like they they're if you go on amazon there are like 800 books of like powerful coaching questions and some of them are bullshit and some of them are great um but it is just sort of trying to figure out specifically why the person feels stuck and basically figuring out their outcome like mm-hmm getting people to really open up because a lot of people are embarrassed to would talk you, about their like big dreams. Would you do a consultation with Michael right now? I could. Yeah. 
Sure. Actually, we should we should have you talk to the my old man. He's oh, having yeah? a, he's having a major career change. Wait, you about to call Terry? Yeah, he's, I mean I should because he's he's switching up. careers. He's okay. worked at he's worked at his job since he was eighteen years old. How old is he now? Let's see, he was born in sixty. <laughs> he was born in sixty six, so he's fifty five. He's fucking young. So he's I mean, when you consider the average human lifespan, like I mean, he's got a long ways to go. Um, can you, can you plug in your phone and call him? I'm not sure he'd be open to sharing that much. Yeah, it uh, might not be. Uh, uh, it yeah. might not oh, be sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. great to do a. Yeah, I didn't even think about it, right? Intervention, especially when it's live, you can't edit it with him. Um, but he did have his first job interview. He said in 35 years. So like, I bet he huge, huge. He did offer the position, but I can't imagine like in 2021 having to go through that change. Thinking like. You've been there since like the week you graduated high school, and now seriously, yeah, wow. that's insane. To now be fifty-five and have to change, like that's where some I think coaching and like, well, what what do you do now? And since he's this far, why wouldn't you try to you know chase your fucking dream? Why not? But I think someone we're coaching would help would be to push him towards that to encourage that. Yeah. I don't think he's ever developed that sort of passion. Well, fuck, dude. It's fucking hard to find that something that you're passionate about, right? Nicole well, has talked to me about that too. She's like, I feel bad because I can become so passionate about something very quickly. Like podcasting, bam. So I keep working on this and doing stuff like that. Uh, working mm-hmm. on electronics or deciding yeah, if I'm going to do this uh, garage thing. You, you commit the whole way, though. I mean, I am a 100%er. Absolutely. Yeah, like, you're not just like starting it and stopping it. You're like, yeah, you've been doing podcasting for a good bit. It's good stuff. That's, that your, yeah. That's really important. I mean, a lot of the time, the biggest thing that uh, holds people back is just like not giving themselves permission to like change careers or change um to 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 pursue something new like something that they like and it's a big theme that we talk about in nlp like especially people of our generation grown up hearing like you know you gotta work hard to make money you gotta like we're not conditioned to believe that money comes from doing something we enjoy. Yeah. So that's where he, my dad comes from. He's like, I got that job there because it paid the bills. Yeah. I don't give a shit about it, but I'm, I do it and I'm good at it. And it's created the life I have. Exactly. So, and, and we grew up, even though that wasn't necessarily our situation, um, a big part of growing up is modeling our parents' behavior and taking on their beliefs. And this isn't for everybody, but a lot of people do this. And so, um, we will take on, on beliefs like that, like money doesn't grow on trees sort of. And this, this is getting a little, no, bit I'm trying to get rich on social media, on TikTok. Yeah, but even if even if you like, but so do you do you believe that that's possible? 
Oh, I no, mean, I'm it, just joking. But like, you're just joking. But the fact that like a lot of people actually are getting rich on YouTube and TikTok. <laughs> oh, that's not me. I can't we have one. trouble believing it because we grew up with parents who instilled in us. Mm-hmm. That's not a real career. You can't do that. Like, yeah. Who, who are like basically equated like both directly and indirectly like earning money comes from suffering. Well, let me ask you a question. I want to get rich doing something I love. Okay. What do you love? I mean, I, I feel like I could, I like things. Isn't that half the battle though? What am I passionate about? I I like podcasting. I find it really fun, but yeah, I think it's just about learning something new. Um, That was like a a really good question though. Like immediately, because when somebody makes a statement like, I want to get rich doing something I love. A lot of it is just like working backwards. So like the question, okay, what do you love is actually a really good place to start. Um, And then another question, follow-up question would be like, what's your definition of rich? Because for some people it's making over a hundred thousand dollars a year. And for some people it's like, I make $10 million a year and I feel so stressed out about money and I'm not rich enough. And like, I have to like share a, you know, private plane with some like, yeah, no, I don't need that <laughs> with like, just like two fifty a year. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's a lot of NLP stuff is understanding people's model of the world. Well, let me ask you this. What uh, do you apply to them? Like you, talk it's like a talking thing like you just coach them um to encourage them to do that type of stuff and helping them figure it out nlp is you always want to start out talking because well like i was just saying you really need to understand a person's model of the world um how they're taking in information like their beliefs their um before you can have any sort of impact on them mm-hmm. Um, and then there are more specific techniques to influence them. That sounds good. I'm not going to lie. I have always been, I've been, I've been on a search for looking for like uh, a second way to make money because like since the kid was born, it's like uh, two full-time jobs sort of thing. Well, I'm sick oh, of dude. two of the same yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Let me do this job full-time. And then rather than burning out of what I'm currently doing, find something else whether it's podcasting which this is actually just more the 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 fun love i don't want to make it work because then i won't like it or streaming photography um i don't want to be a dog walker but trying to find that other love because i don't want to just focus on one thing because nursing is hard mentally yeah so i just want to switch some the wherewithal to be a professional podcaster i think you do and uh I can't imagine doing nursing every day. It just sounds mentally taxing. I, it's I defeatist. That, uh, what, let's let's start a podcast, a new one. I feel like it's a it's a hallmark of a good podcaster because you like not to say like it was like a mark of vulnerability and honesty because sometimes people say shit like that. 
like people like Conan. Conan will be like, I'm yeah. terrible Actually, at podcasting. Michael's really good. He's just looking for compliments. Yeah, no, it, it didn't. It didn't feel. It didn't feel fish, fishy. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Sometimes people do that, and it's just like they're like hamming it up and making all these jokes, and you can tell they're on fire. Then they're like, I'm bad at podcasting. I mean, he it's is. Like, just look okay, at that jersey's overexposed. Slow so, like, it down on. with the fishing. Listen, I fixed the blue one. Give me. Captain of the SS I'm just, compliment. I'm just kidding. It's looking good, actually. Um, but, Carpet uh, yeah. will be in like a week and a half. Half of the time of our podcast is just talking about podcasting because um, we're podcasting. It's yeah. very meta. <laughs> <laughs> Inside baseball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's valuable. I mean... Oh, Michael, check this out. Where's Ender? LED light strips. She's she's right there. She's snoozing. She's snoozing. Check this out. It's like uh, you get like feet of this stuff, and you can like run it wherever, and then it plugs in to power, and you you have a remote for it. How long is that one? Is that a the sixteen foot, thirty two foot? Oh, I can't remember. I think it's like. Eight, eight or 12 feet, just enough to go around the desk. Is that addressable? What is it? Addressable. It's where it can, it can constantly change all the lights at the same time. So like oh yeah, next to each other will be red, like oh. it'll be red and a white neck, like right next to each oh, other. I don't think and so. I'm that's not, how you make the good wave so. LEDs. No, no, I don't think so. They're way more expensive, but they look so cool. No, definitely not. That's curious. They, that's what people do these days. They put these LED light strips on everything. Like you build out your uh, bed, like with a new, nice new bed frame and headboard. With, gotta put the LED light strips. That's underneath. right. That's how you get, that's how yeah. you get laid. <laughs> it's like sexy a, look. Oh my god! You remember what people who have like the fucking neon lights under their car? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was just gonna Dude, say that's it's fucking, like the that's fucking tight. I'm not gonna lie. I, when I was younger, but I was just like, like that's when you go cool. to sleep. Yeah. I, uh, if you commit a crime. Since I, since I have the the garage door metal right there, I should just put some LED in front of it to blind out that. No, just something subtle and nice, like like some mood lighting in the back, you know? Spice it up. Sexy, sexy. These are all really good ideas. I'm glad Ooh. we're, we're <laughs> getting them. You get ones that go to the beat of the music, just so you know. And that'd be yeah, really Yeah, now tight. we're talking. Yeah, and then you remember those things from Spencer's with like the different, um, like it would spin? Like make a little light show in your room. I was gonna get a disco ball actually. That'd be tight. I want to bring and it back. Can, bring it back. If you if you can press a button and the disco light comes down and starts spinning and uh, the lights get dark and there's like one light shining on the disco ball. I feel like bringing back a disco ball would be um, pretty lit. Preferable to bringing back anything from Spencer's. <laughs> Well, they probably had a disco ball at Spencer's. It was just a small one, and it had like a funny joke written on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're if, if you are gonna bring back things from Spencer's, you might as well commit and just be like, "What do you do? You guys just, remember anything specific from Spencer's? Like some one thing? Yeah, that, like oh, look at these uh, banana flavored condoms. It's the first dildo I ever saw was actually at Spencer's. <laughs> yeah, uh, sex cuffs, fuzzy. Pretty Ooh, much. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's like naughty, but sexy at the same time. Anything at 14 that you're not supposed to see is like, oh my God, this is so cool. They're like, oh, so this is what sex is. <laughs> it's hilarious. Dick shape straws. It's not like a. 
when I have sex, I'm like, this is serious business. No laughing. Yeah. Mm. Come on. <laughs> I'm Literally. Very good and very serious. <laughs> I like the sex. <laughs> very nice. That was the first black light I saw too. Was it Spencer's? I think. I didn't realize Ooh. the cool of like a white shirt. I was like, oh man, this is fucking cool. This looks great. <laughs> and then hot topic. Uh, the, the malls where I'm from closed down. So like hot topic was way out by the time I got, you go into the back and they have all the sh- shirts, like in the glass things and you can read all the funny, stupid shit that they said, but never would buy one. I bet like they buy female a- body inspector. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. and yeah, and then like one with like, Oh my God, it's, it's Raichu, but he's smoking a blunt. <laughs> oh, our, our buddy there, Terry is on the, he's. He's watching. Oh, shit. We're live? Yeah, we're live. We're live live. Oh, nice. You didn't say anything yet. Okay. I'll make sure. Oh, uh, do I look guy? Oh, shit. Isn't, it's decriminalized there, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't care. No, uh, I don't think it is, is it? What? No, we is not decriminalized in Georgia. It's a blue like, state now and it's not decriminalized there? Uh... Kind of, no, what kind of wine are you drinking, Emily? Um, don't just say red either. Apothic. It looks red. dry as shit. Oh, that's it's apothic rude, red blend. Sir. Very gothic. What am I, Fraser? <laughs> like, isn't this like a famous like spilled. regular brand? Yeah, it's like a Walgreens finest brand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an asshole. This is Sam's Club's Sam Club's best <laughs> wine. You're clipping. I don't right. know what that means. Does that, is that a sound? I don't know what to tell talking. you. I don't I know what to tell you. I was, I'm no, working I was on it. Yeah. No, I was just saying, yeah. So that you, I was, uh, my settings are now based on what you told me to do. So, I mean, really, if I'm clipping, it's your fault. You sound good. You should just turn your gain down like the tiniest little bit. Just like a smidgen. It's a, you're like point, you're one decibel. I have a bar. It's a, it's a nice little slide yeah. bar. Just a smidgen. It's done. A smidgen Boom. is done. I'm going to show you how to mix, and, and I'm going to give you some um, fab. Well, actually, I'm not. Never mind. That's illegal, but I've got some plugins that um, I've made that you're, will help you that I can give to you for free. I like the sounds of that. Seems mm. like something you shouldn't say online. But he's saying it anyway. I, bo- I borrowed them from the internet. I'll give them back. Good for you. I like well, it. that's good. I got a VPN. It's cool. So a, I don't have a VPN. If you're using torrent and doing stuff anonymously, you use VPN. <clears throat> I'm very hardcore not pirating. Oh, the, yeah, no, I normally don't either. It was just uh, I I literally once. purchase everything. I buy streaming services just so I can have each. Like I, oh, I got too. Peacock just so I can watch The Office. Oh my god! Right, that it's so weird. Now I, I'm about to do the same thing because the office is like a they blanket show for me. And the super fan episodes are awesome. The what episode? The super fan episodes of the office are awesome. What is so that? like each episode has like four to seven minutes of content that they cut away. <gasps> that is so fucking funny. Oh. Honest to God. And oh my God. It turns out. Peacock has a ton of other shows that, like, if you grew up watching, like, TJF stuff, so Roseanne is on there, 
Which we love. We've watched that a couple times, actually. Uh, we watched King of Queens. What's that? Grace Under Fire. Like some major 90s sitcom stuff. That sounds terrible. Uh, it's not. I was just going to say, like, can you see my face right now? <laughs> yeah, it looks like you smelled like... shit. So <laughs> we don't watch them so much as we live our lives with it on in the background. And it's stuff that. Well, that's what I do with, like, The Office and Parks and Rec. Oh. It's a, it's a comforting white noise. Yes, yes. Um, Like, I. Okay, so how do you guys, with Parks and Rec, specifically as an example like if one is like a sort of like oh, i've seen it like occasionally whatever like fan and like 10 is being like a super like to the to a degree where it's like maybe unhealthy fan um like where would you place yourselves it's always on but i'm not 6.5 6.5 because like okay. there's so many episodes i really like that i will stop what i'm doing for that episode and just sure Wholeheartedly commit for a twenty-seven. Of your favorite minutes. show, of, of like Parks and Rec. I was like, Parks oh. and Rec specifically. Gosh. Like same as like okay. The Office. Like when season three is on there, and I'm watching the um, the return when after Andy punches a hole in the wall. Like I watch the return oh, yeah, yeah, every yeah. time it's on. Sure. Oh, where Andy, like my favorite a, episodes. I hide. Yeah. I watch them a lot. But like, okay, so my sister and I were talking about how like we're way too big of fans of Parks and Rec and on that scale that I just mentioned we're probably like we're like a level nine um and we were thinking of like trivia questions for Parks and Rec like weirdly specific ones I really love Andy on Parks and Rec I don't know I he oh he's amazing yeah but okay so okay here's like the network connectivity problem was oh, uh, yeah, that was yeah. the first time it I heard says, it? Leslie, I it spit. says you're having network <laughs> connectivity problems, but um, I did spit up that, and that is an amazing one. Um, but for example, okay, when I say the chant, the Parks and Rec chant guy, do you know who I'm talking about? I do not. He has an appearance in like. Almost once every season. Season Um, six, episode seven, minute 23, right before the ending credits. That's like how my knowledge of it starts. But like, so like he first shows up pretty much every time they have a public forum, he shows up. Okay. And like, I think the first one is when, uh, they're having like a health food meeting. They're trying to get rid of like Sweetums bars. Oh yeah. And Sweetums. he's like, he's like, we should get rid of these bars and do ham and mayonnaise sandwiches. <laughs> and then he gets everybody ch- <laughs> chanting like ham and mayonnaise, ham and mayonnaise. Dude, hot ham with some brie and muscle mayonnaise. And, mm. that, that, uh, how do you, how do you feel about Jerry on Parks and Rec? Do you oh hate God. or love him? I love him. I love I'm how hot his wife is. Oh my God, I know. That's such a good ongoing <laughs> bit. That's such a good bit. Um, Rob Lowe is not my favorite character. He's very charming what? and he's so good looking. But I who love is? Rob Lowe. Who isn't? Rob Lowe. 
the first, Rob Lowe. The first okay. man to live to 200 is already born, and I believe that man is me. <laughs> that man is me. Yeah. I didn't know you were well, a big Parks and Rec fan, well. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm, I've seen up to, like, didn't it jump to the future at some point? Yeah, and right. the okay. last season. Okay, so I saw up into the last season and, like, two episodes in the last season. Okay. But yeah. I've watched the first few seasons a bunch. I, I love Aziz Azari, and, I mean, it's great, obviously. My love for it took but the office, long after it was gone. A billion gone. times. I, I, it's just background noise. I, can, I don't look at the office. It's just there, you know? You've watched it's it great. enough. Now you know what's coming yeah. up anyway. So, like, oh, I'm going to watch this scene real quick. Yeah, I just put it on when I'm going to bed, so I don't. If it's gone now, that it's gone. I put something else on. Thunderstorm sounds. We do play a lot of lullabies because the baby sleeps in yeah. his swing next to the bed. Oh, okay, white noise, man. Well, I mean, well, for the he baby, does, I guess. Yeah. So he does not like the white noise sound uh, near as much as uh, thunderstorms or um, classical music. He's a big Mozart fan. It turns out to calm him down. Okay. Oh, the Mozart. Yeah, effect, like right, the Mozart true, effects, like yeah. truly, it's it's Mozart more than any other composer thus far. So we do have to play Mozart for babies when he's really losing his shit. It's so Mozart. So he's for not babies. like a Brahms guy, Schubert. No, who's the other one that he did not like? Like if you play hey. the classical Spotify playlist, there's like four of them in the first like ten songs he does not like much at all. Like when you play Prokofiev, he's not like yeah. He did, he gets screechy. He gets real screechy. That's fair. That's fair. Prokofiev, that's more like productivity music. That's not sleepy time music. Yeah, I think it's the slow build of a good Mozart. Dude, the last Prodigy episode was with Joshua Bell. He's uh, you know, that lead violinist guy. Oh, my know. God, for real? Wow. Really? You know him? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm famous. Yeah, he... Uh, he well, Joshua Bell is. <laughs> he t- well, Joshua Bell's famous, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he is. But that's how you um, get it. That's how you get it. Famous you, by association. You tag him. Tag tag he, stuff and social media. I sent them an media. audiogram. Oh, I sent them an audiogram, and he tweeted an Instagram today and tagged me both in both of them. He's got like 90,000 followers. Pretty good. Actually, he's well, not, I he's opened up my podcasts, and so let's see here. Which one? It hits, it hits me up late. So the synesthesia... Yeah. And then Josh Bell, what, is there one in between no. it? There's one in between yes, it, right? There is. So ADHD. that w- the one in the between is the only one I ever got a drop down alert for. Oh, nice. Yeah, I get that for Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast hits me first. It's the fastest. But yeah. I'm really let down by Apple Podcasts lately with their notification systems. I'm subscribed yeah. to you and I have to search for you every time. Dude. Yeah. That's a problem. Pocket Cast is by far the better, but yeah, a- a- Apple's podcast is the only one that matters because seventy five percent of your plays are on there. Yeah, it's it's supper sixties, but Pocket Cast did they since they featured me they Pocket Cast po- Pocket po- Cast it's Pocket, just Pocket like, Cast. I got one hand in my pocket and the other one with a glass of red wine. It's giving a high five. Just Pocket Casts. So Pocket Cast. But, I, really, I do um, love Alanis Morissette. I do think her shit holds up still. Oh, oh yeah. One hand, I think. Hand on hand. <laughs> Nailed Don't it. remind you of the mess you left when you went away. Really it's not fair. <laughs> I'm like, how far away should I be on the mic for this? I feel like you're singing it good enough that it's going to hit me with a, a strike, a copyright. That's how good you are. 
of the cross I bear that you get to me. You, you, you ought to know. <laughs> I loved Alanis Morissette, and I listened to the Jagged Little Pill like 50 times as a kid for some oh, reason because yeah. we had it, and I just, it's great. I Which do love I remember. Um, on the Jagged Little Pill CD, if you listen past the end of the last song, it does a acapella. Really? Yes. I, so the last like song that. on the Jagged Little Pill CD, deluxe version, is like oh, 14 shit. minutes. Damn. I'm going to have to go look that now up. Now you're going to have to look it up. <laughs> she also does an acoustic version, and this is when I was like, that's my girl, of uh, My Humps. The Black Eyed Peas oh. song? Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. So she's like playing the piano, but she's just like, what you gonna do with all that breast? All that breast inside your shirt. <laughs> she clearly took care of herself because her voice is still like nailing Yeah. It. I just saw the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode that she was on. It was like, it seemed like, oh man, that's like a recent thing, but it was like 2005. That's because you're old now. I know. God, I, it's so true. And it's like. Every, t- every time. Yeah. Every time there's a year brought up, it's like, yeah, it's a couple years ago. Ah, uh, no, it wasn't. It's forever oh, no, ago. no, it wasn't. Lowell, are you using my old microphone? No, old microphone. This microphone is fucking. Let's not weird. use the word old. Oh, the microphone. Is that my Procaster? Yeah, it's good mic. I know it's a good mic. It's a good mic. It look actually, it looks just like your the RE twenty. Correct. It needs a lot of gain, doesn't it? Right. Yeah, it's like make gains. <laughs> it's like four clicks higher than this one. It was pretty yeah, it's, significant. It's, it's turned almost all the way up. I'm surprised this one doesn't need it because of how good it sounds. It's RE twenty. Do it you still have your good. thing on your um? And you're sure, do you have like a booster, like a Scarlet or whatever it is? I have a cloud lifter. Yeah. That one probably that, needs it too. Oh, right. No, that, I mean, it sounds good. I just, um, I just don't like putting all the gain on one preamp. But yeah. Fair enough. Dude, Fair this enough. one, this is my best preamp right here. This Apollo. Use that. It's very nice. Is that the one that you couldn't work? What? Well, no, work. You had issues no, with connection? No, it won't connect to my PC. It's only <laughs> Mac, which is so annoying. Fuckers. So I record on my laptop and then send the files over to my PC to edit. Remember that time that um, earlier when I asked if this is a podcast to help people fall asleep? <laughs> I knew I, I could would, see. I, I could would like see to you reassert just... that question. This is a podcast to just have a conversation between me, Michael, and then Terry listens. And uh... That's right. We got one loyal fan. So like a the Leslie Nope super fan is Terry. We just need a thing. Can you coach us to be good at podcasting hey, in the show? Uh, you told really? me that your uh, your parents bought you a, a k- keyboard, so uh, I'm waiting for a riff. I, okay, I haven't had a chance to learn yet, but it's right there. Um, and I got a synthesizer that I can hook up to it uh, with Ableton, so I'm about to learn. And guess what? I got a new roommate, and he knows how to play and do that well, stuff. Well, so. I was going to get your Sennheiser wireless lav mic so nicole wouldn't have to put her mouth on the microphone and you got rid of it for that keyboard lesson so i expect that to be taking place i want to hear wait. you jingle gonna, me I'm a gonna, jingle wait you want that sennheiser mic i'm gonna ask for it back he hasn't helped me yet it's not a big deal I, you don't you don't have to i'll get a roadcaster 
uh, the Rode Wireless Go. I don't want you to have to give up stuff for a very expensive piece for you. Oh, that? I don't care. Fuck, I'll get, I'll get it for you. Fine. Okay. If, he's, if she's actually going to use it. Sorry, um, we, we're excluding Emily, and we should be including her. No, she does have a backwards hat, though. Uh, Emily, did you, you or? happen to buy stock during this last In GameStop? few weeks? No. You should have. I, I know. I, I know. I saw all the memes, and by the time I made sense of them and actually cared about it, it was... I think it was too late. So I had I had money ready to purchase at the fifteen forty mark. GameStop was at fifteen dollars and forty cents, and I was going to uh, finance the farm. But then I was like, Nicole would fucking kill me because she said we can't purchase anything over three hundred (laughs) dollars without permission. Nicole. (laughs) So Dude. I didn't purchase it, and now it went up to it went up to three twenty five before it hit two twenty five yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she would have left me before she even realized how much the stock went up. That's how mad she would have been if I'd have bought GameStop. She wouldn't even known by that. Where did she monitor? She checks the uh, the, the Wells Fargo account. She does just transfer into Bitcoin like five dollars a day. I can't even afford one Bitcoin. Well, yeah, because Bitcoin's <laughs> like $15,000. Yeah, I can't get one. So you, you could buy lesser than a Bitcoin. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. You could buy $5 worth of Bitcoin. My big accomplishment at the very beginning of the pandemic. I you can wear a poncho. This blanket. What is this? I'm going to get her some six sheeters. It's actually just a scarf. But it's I so mean, it could, be, it could fun. It Dude, could she's from Chicago. Then why are you cold in Georgia? It's windy there. She's hot. It's actually, have you been outside it's, in Georgia? It's windy it's today. Very cold it's today. really cold today it's and windy. It's very cold. It's, well, here it's 54, but it is windy as shit. I can hear one of my, my double door in the garage is It's rattling. like cartoonishly windy. And like at the Airbnb where I'm staying in like this tall condominium tower, like the wind blowing outside is like. Lowell, can you go get me a beer so I don't have to go off camera? Here you go. <laughs> Well, can you uh, go pee for me so I don't have go to go off camera? You know, I do have well, I have license rights. You know, we can go on a break for a second. Let's just go for a break for a second. Say, so take an ad break. Oh, I'm not good enough. Remember, I discussed this. All right. We'll be right back. I gotta get a beer.
to listen to a little bit of some uh, Monster Cat Gold, which I don't get to do very often. <clears throat> when she leaves, we're going to go over audition and uh, you're set up all right. Not too worried about it, my friend. No, because it's really close to looking really, really good. That's what I'm saying. Oh, looking really good. That matters. So for those who don't know, um, I, I'd, when I started a, a second job, I needed to do some PDF signatures. And uh, Adobe, you can get their thing where you can download a PDF and then get a nice signature. So when I did that, Adobe, I, was, yeah. I already had a decent Adobe, the DC for one app. And then I found out after I got the camera for another 10 bucks a month, I got 25 apps. So now I have like every fucking Adobe creative app. Do you oh. know how to use them? Do you want to learn? I'll show you. Well, actually what I did learn is some of the cool ones on the phone and the iPad with Photoshop. They're pretty neat between um, Photoshop Express uh, Lightroom, and what was the other one? Spark Post was fun to play with in Premiere Rush. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fucking gnarly shit to be like creative. So if you want to be, if you want to make it in an ulterior and uh, an alternate sort of career path, you can fucking make it. A decent photographer is making decent money. Yeah, but there, the only problem is there's like a shitload of them, so you have to, you know, compete and stuff. But yeah, totally. The photographer we go to, she does every holiday a, a mini session, 60 bucks, 20 minutes. And now she does minimal Photoshop work. If you've got a decent lens, a decent camera, she's got herself three acres on well, a farm in Florida. Yeah. yeah. And she understands lighting and stuff. It's, it's easy, but she probably doesn't even do the uh, stuff on the photos herself. She probably outsources it too. So she just takes the photos and then sends them. So for those drinkers in the world, uh, Michelob Ultra is bragging about their new organic uh, seltzers. So this is Michelob Ultra. Oh, zoom in. Get it correct. There you go. Spicy pineapple. They suck. They all suck. <laughs> all of these Michelob or Did you mute her on purpose? She can't, can't hear. Talking to the mic. Hello. It's there, too low. There it is. A little bit louder. See, look at it. See, that's why. Hola. 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 I like that you got a backwards hat now. Yeah. I saw it. Oh, there it is. Yeah, he, she's uh, good. He dropped his hat on the ground and I seized my opportunity. Yeah, you should be like. You need a, a beanie. Talking into the. Dude, that, that microphone doesn't even need a pop filter. As long yeah, as she's not spitting in it. Uh, um, it's for plosives. But she is, then again, she is doing good mic technique. She doesn't need yeah, she knows what she's doing. Stuff. She's talking to a microphone. It's for her um, her porn career. She knows a well about enunciation. <laughs> oh, I could see her doing the launch yet. Bang the bus. porn. You know where they like massage you, or you massage them, and like with oil and like rub your body. I could see that she's into yoga, right? Breath work. Meditation. She breath work. <laughs> breath work. Sorry. There's a there's a very fine line between yoga, between breath, breath work. work. Tantric. <laughs> She's very tantric. Oh, I don't have the patience for that. You don't? Um from what I understand, I mean tantric tantric sex, it's like Ask Richard Gear, it's you know, it's all about the journey. It takes, oh, 
And never, but never about the destination. Hang out, Ender. I mean, she was like, four, she's five, like, six, she's six, like, you're a six. creep. Yeah, <laughs> I won't sit with you. You really do have good mic technique. If I'm, if I'm saying, being honest here, I don't know if it's because his levels are turned up so high. I don't know. What? You do sound good. No, Ender, don't leave me. <sighs> she's such a grump. If anyone's looking for a podcast camera, let me just say the Sony a6000 is the way to go. Damn. Is that what you have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. It, we're it got discontinued the, in December. We're definitely getting on the call of later. Uh, yeah, I have, I haven't worked on my settings yet. I realize that. I got you. Sorry, got Emily. You. Sorry, Emily. Don't no, check I'm out. Not. Don't check out. She's, <laughs> she's got other stuff to talk about. Yeah. Just lay like it on me. Stuff. Lay it on me. You're you're the guest here. Uh, we've only done, me and Lola have only done one episode in the past two weeks. I'm excited. I would excited. Like to hear about um, you, you. Life coach. Life coach my dad. How, help him find a passion. Him, my dad and my wife both have never found a passion in their life other than they know what pays and they want to pay their bills and they don't ever want to be uncomfortable. Okay, okay, okay. Um... So typically there would be some follow-up questions with them specifically. Okay, it's, so uh, right. it's fairly unconventional to life coach yeah, uh, remotely right? like through, through another <laughs> yeah, person. Yeah, right. Um, he'll text me on Facebook. I'll tell it to you. Yeah. Yeah. You ask the question <laughs> and he'll answer it as if he's Terry. But we can talk about like some of the techniques that are. Um, you can life coach me if you want. Please do, because yeah. what, what, Lowell doesn't even know what he loves either. My life is all fucked up, so I, I welcome it. Well, we, I would start with with uh, really getting down to, again, like understanding someone's model of the world. When you say your life is all fucked up, <laughs> uh, what it, does not fucked up look like to you? Is it emotionally or professionally? I'm curious. How? how I just go to sleep late. If I woke up early, I'd be great. Other than that, everything gets done. Are you capable is of that, love of another human being? Is that really what you... Uh, oh, that's, that's another question. Yes. I don't know. I just haven't met... Do you feel like you could ever put someone else's needs above yours? Oh, yes. So, yes, yes. So we're going to maybe... Th- those are a lot of intense... Yeah. Quite, those are good questions. Take but it down. Those are a lot damn, of, uh, so we don't, we don't want to necessarily put our, our client in a state of overwhelm right off the bat. I agree with this 100%. I feel very defensive. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm as sad. much as understanding what happiness looks like for them, because uh, somebody might say... Like back to the understanding someone's model of the world, they might say, I want to be a more confident speaker. So for somebody that might be like being able to speak to just like their boss or their father-in-law without getting all like tripped up. And for somebody else, it might be like, I want to talk in front of identify like, goals, 2000 people. So, um, when I ask, well, what does not, like, what is not fucked up look like to you? What? Oh, the only what? reason I say that is because I go to bed late. Um, if I woke, if I, my sleeping schedule, basically, that's probably it. Why do you, uh, why do you have such a problem with, um, 
So your your problem is you wake up too late in the morning? No, I just go to bed too late. Okay, so you're not getting enough <laughs> yeah. sleep. Um No, I, well, I guess I just feel like normal people go to bed earlier. Well, I mean, we can kind of question that as according to who, but I, I nice. really want to I yes. want to identify the specific problem cuz like if the problem is you feel, you know, like you're tired, like you're not getting enough sleep, then yeah, that's an issue. Or if you feel like you go to bed too late, so then you're incapable of waking up at an appropriate oh. hour, like, and it's interfering with, like, the things that you want to do and achieve in a morning routine. Yeah, I think it just... uh so, yeah, I want to talk about, like, how really and specifically it's a problem for you to stay up too late. Because mm. sometimes it's not really a problem. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's, it is. Um, it's not like causing me, making my life be more negative, really. And sometimes we internalize a lot of uh, external, like, it can be good to some degree, um, but the internal messaging we receive that it's like, oh, really, like, good, fit, and healthy people go to right. bed. They have yeah. great sleep hygiene, you know. Depressed people be don't better. sleep at it's, night. It's got to be better for you. Yeah. Um, I don't feel depressed. I just, oh, God, it's just the pandemic, man. I feel like I just got into this routine of going to bed later and later, you know. Yeah, but if it's so you want to look at like how it's if it's affecting your work like or your work life, if it's affecting your social life. Well, it's hard to say, but I feel like I I may be more productive if I had a better routine. Well, that's another thing then then we would talk about like when do you feel during the day that you are most productive um and then we would want to like break it down even mm. further into what does productivity look like for you um whether that's like am i able to like crank out the most emails mm. during this time or whether productivity Oof. is like a matter of like content creation or because again it's all it's so relative to the person so it's about like what is productivity for you? Uh-huh. All right. That sounds what, yeah. It's well, let's do I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm a I'm a skeptic just in general, but this actually mm -hmm. sounds good. I mean it just sounds like you're getting advice from somebody who's like helping you out. Well, it's really it's um, helping to clarify things for people because at point yes. like a lot of coaching is asking questions. Yeah. Help you find uh, your own yeah. answer. No, totally. Yeah. And you're... and helping you really to find the ways to your own answers well an outside perspective yeah. is fucking useful right i mean like it's feedback right. it's feedback from some from a perspective you don't have so i think it's hugely beneficial well when you consider the science now says we all have 60 to eighty thousand thoughts a day um and a lot of them are repetitive like a lot of them are thought patterns and so sometimes it just like an outside perspective is very helpful for helping us to snap out of those thought patterns. And that can happen with just a simple question, uh, which is where coaching can be. 
Oh, dude, you're getting me tingly right now. Holy shit. You can change somebody with a single question. I agree 100%. You're going to have to be on the, the podcast, the other one. She's going to coach it. Actually, oh, yes. Actually, you're 100% right. I got free time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, all three. If you guys are in, I'm, I'm in. But um, how long have we been on? That's uh, right, right at an oh, hour. Oh, you fixed it. You fixed it. The oh, nice. overexposure? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. I pay attention. I try to learn and do better. What's the boss, uh, What's a good movie you saw recently? A good movie? Yeah. Or what's your favorite movie of all time? Oh, it's so weird. It's like a three-way tie. Um, I think... Okay, so I love the movie Dan in Real Life. I think it's so funny. Oh, my God. I've never seen it, but I've seen it's it. Like, it's very it. wholesome, but then... Also, I love the movie Inglorious Bastards. Bitches killing Nazis. <laughs> yeah, um, and then also, so I, I guess I am just listing my three-way tie. Um, the Raid Redemption. Was that the Ty- Taiwan or movie? Um, it's I, I believe it's Indonesia. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen the first one. But I yeah, I just started like watching the- Harry Potter. What? Did you read the books? No. Well, you should read them to your daughter. She'd love them. They're really she doesn't good. like to read for her homework, let alone reading for joy. Yeah, but she has an experience. But I never liked she reading, for, reading homework, for joy. But being read to she's, is she's nice. Eight. She's eight. There's she's a, not mature enough to read Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah, she definitely is. There's a difference between Harry Potter and fucking reading for well, school. Well, go, go on Audible and have like one of the professional. You can all read know, it. It's, to like, her, right? it's like Stephen so, Fry reading it. Either way, I just started watching the movies and I made it through like the fourth one. I'm saying they're pretty good. They're pretty good. They I'll get give them credit. better too. They get a lot better. As they get more adult. I think so. Darker themes. I'm, I'm appreciating it. I get it. I can see why people loved it, especially in their teens. Oh my God. <laughs> it's my I life. don't hate it. That's fun. No, it's good stuff, man. I mean, people like. I mean, Fifty Shades of Grey is 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 popular. So I mean, Harry Potter is like wizardry good, really for good. porn, or porno wizardry. No. no, it's just it's like a whole world. You know, it's good stuff. I, I never read the books. I read one book, so I don't really know. But the story's great. I, I read one book, or maybe all of them. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I accidentally. I, like, I, Harry I got a couple of first edition autographs. My problem with Harry Potter is the magic doesn't come from anywhere. Like there, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 pure magic. Where does the but force he, come from in Star Wars? Uh, totally true. But no, <laughs> so when they use a bunch, like they get tired, right? So that means that the energy comes from something. And Harry Potter, there's like beer, 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 like shooting, like like it's it like could salt be the rifle. same thing. And they just don't, they yeah. don't. Uh, they, they don't expel enough of it to get tired. Yeah, right. there's only two good ones. This and Voldemort. they don't show. They just like figure it out. Um. Kingkiller Chronicles, though, the, all the magic has to come from a source. So. That I do agree with that. I, yeah. I think that makes more sense. Yeah. We talked about movies. I want to see Godzilla versus Kong. Kong versus Godzilla. What, why don't? Why don't? Is it God versus Kong with sexy sluts uh, 
number nine. Like, just they're packing all this too much into one movie, man. This might be a rumor, but I heard that they're remaking Three Men and a Baby. And I'm a little upset because I wanted to be the one to pitch like the new version of three men and a baby, but it so it would be three women and a baby. Cause like the modern women, cause like the whole thing in the 80s was like, oh, three men, they don't know what to do with a baby. It's not a bad idea. You should make it, make it an indie film, but, uh, yeah, I think it'd be great. But like, oh, three modern women also wouldn't know what to do with a baby. <laughs> well, yeah, it'd be a good one. Yeah. I'll tell you what, two parents don't know what to do with a baby these days, so what the fuck? Yeah. It's all I, guesswork. Nobody knows. What if to it do works, with a baby. it works. Oh, oh shit, he quit crying. <laughs> High five. A baby and a baby. Watch this movie about a baby taking care of a baby. Zell's <laughs> family guy. Very Rick and Morty. A baby, baby's a baby. Mm. Yeah, it does sound very Rick and Morty. <laughs> Have you ever tried to smuggle yourself onto a a, a flight? You ever try to get get on a, a plane ticket, a plane without a ticket? Um, me personally, no. Oh, nice. No, uh, no. Like in a suitcase, or yeah, or in the or in the wheels, you know, like the the landing gear. I've tried I and successfully um, gotten on uh, like a small personal item that was actually more like a large personal item. Big old dildo, huh? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's, yeah. I was like, it's a pocket rocket. And then, but actually it was not. They keep confiscating my fleshlight every time I get on. You see these what? couple of lips, take it. Uh, have you ever owned a flashlight? I've never even seen one in person. You little bitch. It's the it was the joke. <laughs> I totally I, have. I they're like they're not cheap. They're like seventy bucks or something, right? It's just she, she's like they're like seventy two uh <laughs> before tax or something. I don't know. I don't know. I definitely bought one. I used it. I think a good three times. It's pretty good. Oh, um, okay. I think it's actually better. Maybe so, if somebody else uses it, I, so why would you stop after three times if it felt good? Um, I I just prefer the grip of the hand better. You're a white knuckler, huh? Well, I use lube, but uh, I don't just. Like, but yeah, you're a luber. Huh? Yeah, of... totally, hundred percent. Are you not? Never. I thought. What do you mean never? Um, I mean I have, but like it's never been in, like in the repertoire. Like it's uh, jerking uh, off with lube, rolling dry, man, just. You you completely missing out. You know that, right? Don't make it too good by yourself, and then it won't feel as good when you're with that's someone good, else. That's also a good point because that is a thing, hundred percent. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like okay. if you're like yeah. addicted to porn, you drink off too much, and you look at your fantasy all day every day, and then you put you start then having. Then you're like, oh, real person it's with thing, like yeah. razor burn, gross. <laughs> or like, yeah, I mean, it's just like she's not like choking on my dick and like taking in the butt, like the whole. I don't know what your expectations are at that point. That's fair. No, but with, yeah, with kids too. They like, when we were kids, I don't know about you, but I, my started out like, you know, with the Sears bra catalog, like, so, but. Skinamax. Yeah. Scrambled. The for fuzzy me. channels. No, yeah, no, 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 no. My dad went out a lot. We had HBO after dark and oh, we had, shit. we had Cinemax. So the first 
Uh, true encounter I can remember is a Lou Diamond Phillips movie where he's having sex with a woman in a convertible in a driveway. It was like the first and, sexual movie I've ever recalled. How sexy were his butt cheeks? Because I know that there was a lot of butt shot from him banging her in it, right? They were good. He's held up over, <laughs> like he, he's a good looking guy. Fry some toast on those buns, right? <laughs> Hot cross buns, baby. Rest. Yeah, Listen, Lou Diamond Phillips is a good-looking dude. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, sure. Wow. Van Damme. Oh. Desert Heat. Yes. That was, like, the first, like... His butt shot, full, full butt shot. The first, like, like sex, <laughs> real sex scene, probably, I ever saw. Dude, it, it looks was like... Van Damme? His butt looks like a toaster. Like, it just... You like that metaphor. The toast <laughs> one? Yeah, because buns, you know? Like, buns and the toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're the yeah. first person I've ever it's heard of now. go, yeah, two or three <laughs> times into the well for the same analogy. Yeah. Like, uh, I have ADHD and I smoked weed. I'm sorry. Uh. I apologize. Don't you always? You ever seen Jean-Claude Mm-mm. Van Johnson? Mm. Is that a... Mm, lay it on? I, doing, I, I need to know. No, it's on Amazon Prime. It's, yeah. it's a... I'm trying. I'm like, are there sex scenes in it? Probably. But no, it's like a comedy. We'll watch it after this. That, is that the one that does have Van Damme in it, where like he's like a twin? He's playing like a depre- uh, depressed version of himself. Wow, I keep like um, reversing my consonants this evening. Sorry. So do a lot of people in Florida. <laughs> he's depressed. He's depressed. He's pressed. Mm. Now we. Uh, we devolved into sex in a way that yeah, I did I not like anticipate. I know. Let's let's talk about Terry because I feel but like. Wait. But wait. I know. Wait. I was like, I'm learning all this stuff about NLP. And then I'm like, Jean-Claude Van Damme's butt. So That's how it should be. I did learn through watching or listening to a podcast. And I did hear apparently Willem Dafoe has a comedically large penis. This can't be true. Uh, first off, here's the, here's the Google article on it. Because I feel like I would have heard about his giant penis by now. But I, I mean, I totally believe it. it. Lars von Trier finds Willem Dafoe's penis confusingly large. Who is Lars von Trier? If it's confusingly large, I feel like we would know about his penis. Well, I guess you don't really know about all that many celebrities' penises. Uh, Lars von Trier. Uh, what is, I'm trying to think. He, he was a director for one of his movies. Dear Wendy. And they had to use a stand-in penis because the the bulge that Willem Dafoe had in that movie was took away from the rest of the scene. I feel like it would just add to the scene. Like, what you mean like it's so big they're like, oh, that's fake? Big? It was so they're big like, people weren't focused on the rest like of a, the scene. A porn? Uh, no, it well, was I just a I understand it draws your attention. It draws your eye compared to other things. Ender looks so cute right now. I know, I'm she dying. looks like a little... I took photos. I'm like losing my mind. She looks like a deer. I don't know. She got a bunch of salmon skin for dinner. Oh, yeah. She's very happy. So, Lars von Trier. Uh, what did he say right here? You can say in the film, it's changed reality. All that was kind of what you could really read up about the film. 
I wouldn't let him treat her in any other way than with his dick. He has an enormous dick, but that maybe I took also. He's extremely well-equipped. We had to kind of take the scenes out of the film. We had to stand in for him. We had to take the scenes out with his own dick. Who talks like that? Well, it was a regular, that was a verbatim exchange. We had to interview. take the scenes out with his dick. I really, I've, I've got to do some research on this now. Yeah, so, I got to see this dick. So, I, I yes, I was ready to start a Google search. And then all I could think of was like, well, this is going to be weird to show up on my, uh, my feed. I'm doing it now. I don't Giant Willem. There's no photo though, right? Because. Not that I know not, of. If there was, then I'd, I'd search it. So, you know, we talked about the Robin Hood shit. How weird is it, do you think, that Robin Hood has had more uh, money sent to them from private equities than in the 17 years they were in existence before? How, how corrupt is Wall Street that the, the Robin Hood app or the Everyman? It's crazy. 1140. What, what's going on? Uh, how long have we been on? A while. I'm losing track of time. Uh, hour and 14 minutes, 14 minutes after when you asked right. last time. All right. Finish whatever you're saying and then let's wrap it up. That's long for an episode for us. I'm not Joe Rogan. I'll rock out four hours. I'll just keep on fucking talking. We can end this. We'll get, we'll get back on later. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I was talking about Robin hood, but you, I didn't realize you took your fucking headphones off. I'm sorry. That they made $2.4 billion in investments uh, of funding, which is more than they'd made the previous 13 years that they were in existence. Wait, you mean just while, with the stock thing? Yeah, like when after they had turned off the stocks so that people couldn't buy well, GameStop. They, 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 didn't, they didn't turn off. You mean Robinhood? <laughs> yeah, when they stopped the, yeah, when they stopped the trading of it, they wouldn't let small people. Yeah. You could only sell it. They somehow have now created a lot of money. And investments. Well, yeah, not that's unrelated because pe- they what people realized is that uh, a shit ton of people are going to start using Robinhood after all this new stuff. And the so, people who use it don't invest in it. That's not how it works. Robinhood's just a free trader. No, I, I no, I'm saying a lot more people are going to use it. They're going to be users of it. They're going to get an influx of users. Google also deleted over a hundred and twenty thousand negative reviews on the app because there are. They are an investor in the Robinhood app. Um, it's corrupt. Oh, I mean, I'm sure, but I mean, I'm not I'm not surprised. But yeah, if it, if I was Google, I'd probably do the exact same thing. It's just so fucking corrupt, man. Um, it's terrible. You really? Go ahead. They, no, I'm just. Uh, I don't know what the reason is why they stopped people from trading the share. I mean, because it was like a bandwagon thing, but why are they in charge, you know? So, but they said they couldn't like handle the. Uh, anyway, you're 30. Let's come back next episode. We'll talk about game stocks and rabbit hood game stocks, and we'll get my new roommate on because he is all into the wall street bets subreddit. How long are you talking? We're talking about how long you want to wait for what? When do you want to do the next one? Oh, um, as soon as we can. Um, I mean, if, she, well, um, but yeah, I'll just text you. Right on. After, um, Emily goes home. 
or yeah. All right. RIP Screech. Or, or tomorrow. Or tomorrow. I'm free now. I don't have deadlines. Alrighty. Yeah. All right. I feel bad. Hold on. Before we say goodbye, Saved by the Bell. You didn't grow up watching Saved by the Bell, Emily? Oh, I did. See, Screech died today. What? Dustin Diamond died? He died today at 44. Holy wow. shit, what happened? Cancer. Cancer? He got diagnosed three weeks ago with stage four cancer and he died today. Are you fucking... Oh my <gasps> God, that's what? terrible, dude. I was literally watching it yesterday. Oh my God, dude. Is that, what does that tell you about mortality? Holy fuck. Very fragile. He's a pretty unhappy guy. Yeah. Let's uh let's sign off with something. Po- Do you have something positive to sign off with? Maybe. Uh, you're not dead yet, everyone. <laughs> you're still alive. How about this? Uh, you know, 51 years later, the FBI's finally solved the the code for the what's his name, the Zodiac yeah. Killer. Yeah, Yay. but it doesn't it doesn't teach us anything. Hey. I want to I want to sign off with this. Terry, get it. Go get it. That's it. Yeah. Go get it, pops. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we're just going to rock out with this song on the way out. In my head like a melody Laying back in this bed Playing back what you said And it's not really helping me Coming down from this high Is a dangerous ride I'm coasting out of body Hey, when I stop, do I hit stop or the record button? It, this is a, I stop the stream. Stopping the stream. That's fine. But um, I, can't see, I can't. You can't hear me? Oh, you can't. No, my bad. My bad. I hit mute there. Damn, I should have turned original sound on. Um, when I hit on Adobe Audition, do I hit stop or do I hit the record button to stop the recording? It doesn't matter. I just hit pause. Okay. Um.